Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. It's happy to be with you, you know, and uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, our president said, our president said that church is essential. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And I tell you, I agree with him 110 percent. I'm telling you, church is essential. I mean, if you can open, uh, if you can open liquor stores and you can open all this um, abortion stores. clinics and all these places, mm. and say we can't go to church, no, church is essential. That's right. So this afternoon, if your neighbor is not in church now, if you know somebody who's not on the Zoom, call the person. Look. Option I found is essential church yeah. on where neck drive. Huh? Even Siri knows. Even Siri knows. Siri knows. Even Siri knows. Even Siri knows. So tell, you see, I was just talking, and Siri just picked up. Even Siri knows. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So if your friend or your neighbor is not on the Zoom service, tell her look. If the president says the president says that church is essential, so where are you? Hmm. <laughs> They're preaching. Uh, the presence is church is essential. So where are you? Make sure that they are all on the line. Okay? Wonderful. Amen. That, 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 that's great. That's great. It's too great. Since church <laughs> is essential. You know? That's it. And we thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Uh, as to when we will meet physically, uh, Apostle Joel is trying to put a few things together. You know, there are a lot of parameters we have to work around. So we are not going to meet physically yet. We have to make sure that uh, things are done properly. All the necessary protocols are in place before we, we, we move physically. But the most important, you see, sometimes you need to make statements just to take a stand. The, me too, so far as, as I'm concerned, the most important mm-hmm. that the fact that somebody recognized that church as essential. So yeah. nobody should treat church, Christians as some useless people. Church mm-hmm. is essential. Yes. And that's it. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm-hmm. So anybody, so, so, so it's very important. So tell your friends, your neighbors, that look, church is essential. Okay? So, and because man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in the body. So I don't see why anybody should downgrade church. No, church is essential for your living. Church Amen. is vital. So God bless the president for making that declaration for us. Amen. 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 Church is essential. Church is essential. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So call your neighbor, your friend, and look. <laughs> Donald Trump says church is essential. Where are you? Mm-hmm. No excuse. No excuse. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So uh, this afternoon, we're going to continue. I'm still t- preaching from Bishop's book, Those Who Honor You, or How to, or Those Who Honor You. It's mm. a very b- good book. And it's written from scripture. And I want to say, because you see, we learning to know how to honor. It's, it's more like a gateway to a blessing. See, learning how to honor or being taught how to honor. You see, a lot of things are not automatic. A lot of, sometimes you think that things are automatic, but things are not automatic. You need to teach people. You will think that, oh, uh, wives will love naturally. But the Bible says that let the older woman teach the younger woman how to love their own husband. Right. It's not automatic. You will think that oh, once a woman marries a, a, a man, she will automatically love more. No, but some of these young people, 
they are not they, some of these people like Bishop was sharing with us, some of these young ladies, mm. they are used to loving themselves. See, when they dress nice and they do their hair and their makeup, it's not for you, it's for themselves. No oh, yes. doubt about oh, it. Yes. Oh, yes. That's true. No very doubt about true, it. Reverend. Very true. You understand? So 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 it's 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 it, 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 so they are making themselves happy. So when they even so so when they marry, they still take that same concept. They, they are used to loving themselves. Very do their makeup, do their hair, you understand? But they, but they, they don't know how to love a husband. So the Bible says, let the older woman teach the younger woman. So because you would think that like, oh, once the person you know, they are in love, they are in relationship, he will love you automatically. No, they have to be taught in the same way. It is honor. The Bible says that's what the Bible said that honor to whom honor is due, because you see, it's a gateway to a blessing. And it's actually what a, a real gateway to a blessing. So that's why we've been teaching on this for, for a couple of weeks now. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you this afternoon. We thank you for your word. The Bible says that the entrance of your word, it bringeth forth light. Let light come. Father, even by the preaching of your word, let us receive wisdom and direction. And Father, whatever has been a curse, we reverse it by the knowledge of the light. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Sometimes you are even under a curse. But as you hear the word of God, some light will come. That will make you take action. You see, what does is that, as you hear the word of God, some wisdom or some revelation will come which will make you take certain steps. And that steps will negate or reverse the case. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. As we hear the word today, may anything that has been a case be reversed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I talked about, I think that the last week I talked about our honor relationship and I also talked about how to honor someone, okay? How to honor by paying attention to his words. You see, when you hear honor, People's minds only go to giving. No, no, giving is only one aspect of honoring. There are so many aspects of honoring. And last week I spoke about how to honor by paying attention. Okay? Paying attention to the person's words. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. My son, my son. It says, my son, attend unto my words. In other words, if you are a son, if you are my son, you are required to attend unto my words. And you are, supposed, and you are required to incline your ears unto my saying. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24. 24. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Amen. Amen. You know, so, so the Bible is instructing us that as a son, as a child, your duty is to attend to the words of your father. Your duty is to attend to the words of your parents. Whoever your father is, whoever your parent is, whether it's a spiritual father, you know, whether it's a pastor, whether it's your biological father, attend. It says attend. You see, because you honor, you see, you honor by pay, you honor somebody by paying attention to his words. That's how you honor someone. You see, that is why sometimes even in like in a difficult situation, sometimes even even in in, in settling of disputes, maybe the people, two people are quarreling, the, the man and the woman are quarreling over some issue, but maybe then they will bring in an elderly person. Then the other person who, who they both respect will come and speak. And because what the person said, they will say that, okay, but for what you said, we, are, we will let it go. You see, it's not, that, it's not that they are ignoring the facts or the problems, but they are, based, they, are, they are basing their decision not on what you said, but who said it. Preaching. Preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's, so it's not even so, so, so what you said and who said it. You know, so I shared with us last night, we have to be very careful by honoring, by paying attention to words, okay? You pay attention to the words of the one you honor, you know? And, and, and uh, basically, you know, basically, who you obey 
Okay? Who you obey is also a reflection of who you respect. That's right. Who you obey is a reflection of who, res who you respect. See, one time I had, a, uh, I had a brother who was having some marital issues. And every time there is an issue, she'll come and tell me. Like when he tells the wife, the wife will not do. Then he'll come and tell me. Then when I tell the wife, the wife does. So I told her, look, it is wrong. Mm -hmm. It is actually wrong. I told the wife, it is wrong. The same thing that your husband is telling you to do, you won't do. But when I tell you, you will do. It means you don't respect him. <laughs> wow. It means you uh, don't honor him. You are preaching. I am not your husband. He is your head. You see, sometimes it's amazing that the same thing that you are telling the person, the person will not obey. But another person will tell them, then you obey. It is a sign that they don't respect you. Mm. Because who you obey, I told, I told the wife that, look, this thing you are doing is wrong. It, it's, it's not like only on one occasion. It's like a lot of situations in your house. I say, a lot of situations in your house, your husband has to come and report you to me for me to talk before you obey. <laughs> I tell him, I told her I, not, I told her I will not like to marry you. <laughs> You're preaching, man. I will not like to marry you. I will not like to marry a wife that every instruction I give her, she, unless the pastor comes to say she will obey, then who are you married to? Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. You, who you honor? Who you obey is a reflection of your honor. Who you obey? Mm. No, and, and, and sometimes it's very interesting. Even our kids. Sometimes you tell your child to do something, they won't do, but the teacher will say it. They say the teacher says. My teacher says. True, true. Like they respect the teachers for more than you. <laughs> you know? But you must learn to honor. Yeah. My teacher says. What, what about what your mom said? <laughs> <laughs> mommy don't know nothing. Like mommy don't know nothing. <laughs> Hmm. And sometimes you see them, they are so serious, they are doing their work. And the same thing that you told them to do, they won't do what the teacher says. Hmm. You know? But it's, it's so who you honor, okay, who you obey, I mean, who you obey is a reflection. You see, and, and I also shared with us that when you, the Bible said that the common people, they obey Jesus gladly. When you honor somebody, especially preaching, let, let, let me come here, let me come here, especially in, the, in preaching. Oh you see, the Bible said that. I will give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So the, the practice, the practice whereby some of us have an attitude of selective obedience. This one that the pastor is saying, I will accept. This one I won't accept. No, no, mm. no. When you love somebody or when you honor somebody, when you honor somebody as a pastor, as a man of God, then the, the, the obedience must be both in the great thing and in the small things. That's right. Mm. I'm preaching. Paul said that Paul said that, Paul said that, so look, I mean, your obedience was even more in my absence, not in my presence only. Mm. And I want to say this, because this is also very important, okay? Because I will give you pass after my own heart, which I feed you with knowledge and understanding. So, it is, so, so sometimes we have an, an attitude of, this one that the pastor is saying, I agree, but this one I don't agree, so I won't obey. You know, let, let me say something here. Let me say something here. If you believe, okay, that the pastor, the pastor is a man of God, and he's sharing the word of God, then whether you like what is being said or not, because it's not, it's not, it's not every... I mean, you are a human being. You are a human being with your own ideas and your own experiences. So not, not everything will be nice to you. Even me, not everything is nice to me. Hmm. No, 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 no. Not everything will be nice to you. See, it's not all the commandments. Even Jesus Christ, even Jesus Christ, at a point he was struggling with the commandment. He said, hello, Father, if it be possible. Father, if it be possible, okay? Remove, remove this cup for me, but not my will. So it's not every instruction or every commandment that will be nice to you. That's right. Once it's the word of God, you have to learn to obey. 
and pray for the grace to obey. If you really honor it, we, we, we cannot we cannot pick and choose what to obey what is nice. Yeah. So 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 it's very important that you honor by obeying. Of course, of course, and let me say this because Bishop also said it this morning. Of course, of course, you are not required to obey anything that anybody tells you, whether he's a pope, an archbishop, a prophet. If it's not in the Bible, throw it away. Ask for that one, they throw it away. If I say something to you and it's not in the Bible, don't, don't, just throw it away. There is no, you see, you see, and, and that's very important. And, and, and this is just a little digression because the Bible says that. In, uh, the Bible says, in the last days, they will keep on to themselves false prophets and false teachers, and they have itchy ears. So, so as the world is going on, you will see that once in a while there will be some perverse preachers, no matter their title, no, who will say something which is not in the way. You don't obey something that's not in the Bible. I don't care who said who says it. No, 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 no. That's why Paul said that the people in Berea they were more noble-minded because after a great apostle Paul has preached, they want to check. So, so, so. There is nothing higher than the word of God. Like Bishop was preaching this morning. Look, the Bible, ever since it was written 2,000 years ago, it has not been revised. There's not like a second edition of the Bible. There is no third edition of the Bible. But your chemistry book, the one that you use for chemistry, it has been revised. Oh, hmm. every time. 20 times. For physics, it has been revised. Some of you, the book that you use, I'm sure the, the book that I used when I was in high school is no longer, it's no longer being used because a lot of things have changed. Mm-hmm. Married counseling book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Married counseling book. I think a lot, see, a lot of things have changed because it's, 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 it's man who's writing it. So, 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 there's, so nothing can be compared to the Bible, which is the word of God. Because the word of God has not been revised. It's the same thing. And God has even warned us that if anybody should add even anything to the, the Bible, they should be very careful. So the word of God has never been revised. So, so nothing should be placed above the word of God. You know, because you see, you can become an important person in society. You may have your own opinion. You may think of, like what Bishop was saying, you, you may think of marriage in a certain way because it's more politically acceptable. Please, go to the Bible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who is saying it. It does not matter who is saying it. People may say all sort of funny things about Titan. Go to the Bible. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the final authority is the word of God. Amen. 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 Uh, you, look, you may have your own. Me to have my idea about marriage. Me to have my idea about marriage. Just as you have your ideas about marriage. Me to have my ideas about marriage. But it's not about my idea. It's not about your idea. It is about God's idea. That's all. Okay. <laughs> so once the word is coming and it's in the Bible, you must. There should be no. You you must obey it. Amen. And 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 so long as it's not in the Bible, you see, you see, so long as it's not in the Bible, it doesn't matter who is speaking. Throw it away. That's right. I mean, how old is that person? That he's come to change the word of God. Mm. Yeah. Amen. 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 So it's very, very important that we, we learn we learn those truths, okay? That we obey the word of God, no matter who the, any, no it may not be pleasant. That's the thing about it. A, 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 a certain instruction may not be pleasant, but it's still the word of God. And and your blessing, your blessing is in the obedience of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you honor by obeying. By obeying, okay? You honor by obeying. Okay? As you obey the person's word, it's a sign of honor. And more importantly, when it comes to the church, as you obey the word of God, clearly, clearly, it's a sign of honor. Amen. 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 So today, briefly, I'm going to say a, a, something small, then we'll close. Preach. I'm preaching. The, uh, 
I mean, I talk about various levels of honor or various types, various types of honoring. But today I want to talk about another type of honoring, which is important, which is in the Bible, okay? Another type of honoring, which is in the Bible, okay? is honoring with your substance. Amen. Amen. It's also in the Bible. How to honor with your substance. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 9. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and write to them that find knowledge. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's, sorry. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. 3, 3, 9. Sorry, sorry. 3, 9. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of thine increase. Amen. Read it again. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. Amen. Amen. It's clearly there. As if it's not in the Bible, throw it away. But if it's in the Bible, whether you like it or not, bend your mind to obey it. Because mm. yeah. some, some people struggle with this type of messages, but it's in the Bible. And you shouldn't struggle with it. It says, honor the Lord with thy substance. So whatever your substance is, and with the first fruit of all thy increase, it's in the Bible. God said that you honor me. You honor me with your substance. Okay? You honor me with your substance. And with the first fruit of all thy increase. So, so there, is, there is a way to honor. Not with your works. Because you see, a lot of us are good at honoring with our works. But sometimes you have to honor with your substance. I once heard, I once heard a man of God. <laughs> he was preaching in London. And he said, on my birthday, you bring me cards. Wrote me, write, write me words to encourage me. Listen, I have more blessing in my mouth to bless you than you bless me. That's <laughs> all. Bring something else. <laughs> I, I, I had to say, he said, look, I have more blessing in my mouth to bless you than you bringing me cards. <laughs> the, the, same, the same man of God, some people came to see him one day and they asked him that, oh, I think they came to visit me, so you should, you should bless them. He looked at them and said, you don't understand protocol. <laughs> Mm. You don't understand protocol. What what venison have you brought to receive a blessing? Mm. Jacob asked for. I, 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 <laughs> don't you know that uh, what's his name? Uh, Isaac mm-hmm. asked for. I uh, told Isaac to go and bring him venison that he may eat and bless him. What venison have you brought to demand a blessing? Mm. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. just, just by the way. But what I'm saying that there is a place where you honor with your substance. It's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And let's be careful about it, you know, because sometimes you see, uh, uh, we can use a set, I mean, some cleverness, some some cleverness, and a way of talking to try and say that it's not needed. No, it is needed. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. So as much as uh, there are ways of honoring, including obeying, including of attending to the person's words, including of obeying the expressions, there's also an, a type of honor which where you honor with your substance, and that's Proverbs chapter three verse nine. You know, and 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 sometimes you see, sometimes uh, we tend to, you know, try and wiggle our way around it. Oh, it's not necessary. Look, if you give a prophet a cup of water in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So how you honor is very important. You know, in fact, there's there's this verse, this scripture, this uh, Jesus talked about it. Okay, in in, in Mark chapter seven. Verse 9 to 13. Mark 7, 9 to 13. Mark chapter 7, verse 9 to 13. And he said unto them, For will ye reject the commandment of God? They, they won't understand what this is in King James. If you can read a, a modern version, like New Living Translation, so that we all understand the word. If you have the New Living Translation. Okay. Mark chapter 7, verse 9. Then he said, Presidy, which version do you have? Uh, that's NASB. That, that's good. Oh. 
I'll read it. Mark chapter 7, verse 9. He was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside commandments of, the, of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of, the fa- of father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, if a man says to his father or his mother, whatever I have that would help you is Corbain. That is to- Corbain. That's what I want to give us the, the, new living, oh, oh, the New Living Translation. Okay. So we can understand it. It's more modern. Okay. Mark chapter 7, verse 9, NLT. Then he said, you skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God. Honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you. For I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents. And so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition. And this is, the, and this is only one example among many others. Amen. Amen. That's what I wanted to receive. What Jesus was trying to say is sometimes, you see, we use our own traditions, you see, you see, our own traditions and our cleverness to set aside the word of God. Mm. And he said that by that behavior, you make the word of God null and void. See, people have traditions. So people have so much traditions, which is not in the Bible. It's just your tradition. Hmm. But you can cleverly use it to set aside the word of God. So Jesus was saying that you people, you people, by your Moses said you should honor your father and your mother. But you have used your tradition, okay? By your traditions, you have you, you have cleverly said that if I give to God, I don't need to honor my father and mother. And then you go and tell your, your father or mother that look. What I was supposed to give to you, I've given to God. Jesus says it's wrong. You cannot, you cannot wiggle yourself out from honoring your mother or your father by saying that I've done it for God. So what Jesus was trying to tell us here is that you have to honor God the way he has to be honored. And you have to honor your father and your mother the way he has to be honored. Don't, don't say that because I did it for God. You know, you see, because I did it for God, it cancels that I don't need to. I don't need to do it for uh, I don't need to do it for my father or my mother. Jesus, no, 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 no. See, and and sometimes these are some of the things that we, we, we some of the difficulties we have to we come into because we said, oh, because I did this way, it, 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 it accounts for that. It does not. It does not. Jesus, yes, look, you still have to honor your father and mother. Don't go and don't go and tell your mom and dad that look. Don't go and tell your mom and dad, oh, the money I'm supposed to give to you, I paid, I've given it to God. So so it, it, it covers it. It does not. Wait, mm. mm. that's what Jesus was saying. Yeah. It does not. So don't say that, look. You see, in, 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 in other words, in other words, don't, don't, don't tell Jesus that, look. I mean, don't, don't tell your parents uh, the money I needed to, to come and do the, uh, the project in the house, I paid my tithe, or I, 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 I used to pay a pledge in the church. It does not. Pay your pledge in church, still honor your father and mother. Yeah. Preach. That's what he was saying. He was saying that don't use what you do for God as an excuse not to do anything at home, you know? So, so what is it that? Yes. He expects you to honor God with your tithe. See, he expects you to honor God with your tithe. He also expects you to honor your father and mother, whether the pastor is, whether it's a father, a, 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 a spiritual father or whatever it is. You can say, no, oh, because I pay tithe in the church, when is the pastor's bed, I don't have to give anything. You are wrong. You know I don't need anything from you in, in that sense, mm-hmm. but I'm just teaching you the right thing. You can't say, oh, because I pay tithe, 
uh, I don't have to honor bishop. And you are wrong. That's what he was trying to say. That you are, I mean, honoring God, honoring God is important, but that does not mean that you should cleverly sidestep not mm. to honor a father or a mother. You know, and and and, and in many ways, you see, you see, in many ways, we use our service to God as an excuse not to do our 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 domestic. Let me know the word domestic services. You, you go to choir rehearsal, you are there all day, fine. I love it. I want you to come to choir. I want you to do the work. I want you to, I love it. You are, you are, you are serving God. But that does not mean that when you go home, you shouldn't wash the dishes. Mm. Mm. Preaching. My God. And if your mother, and if your mom is saying that you are lazy, if your mom is saying that you are lazy, why don't you wash the dishes? Don't say that she's persecuting you. She's not persecuting you. Mm. <laughs> How I persecuted me. Don't say that. Well, uh, I mean, uh, you are persecuting me. I mean, because I mean, because I'm serving God. That's why I persecute you. That's, you know, she's not persecuting you. Okay, that's not persecution. She, she you were. You, yes, it's good to come for rehearsal. It's good to prepare, but that does not give you an excuse not to do your domestic duties. And if you are being criticized for not doing it, it's not persecution. Hmm. All that Jesus was trying to say that, look, all that Jesus was trying to say that, look, don't use your service to God as an excuse not to meet the needs of your parents. That's, That's right. what he was saying. Yeah. Because, because, you see, sometimes we justify ourselves in the service of God, quote, unquote, and then neglect what we are supposed to do and think it's right. It's not right. Jesus said that by your traditions. Hmm. So it's nice. I love it. I love it when you rehearse. I love it when you. Uh, I love it when. See, I love it when you do things for God you, uh, because you are required to do it. But don't use that as an excuse not to do what you are supposed to do at home. Preaching. Yeah, it's true. Never, mm-hmm. never, never. So you can't say that oh, because I paid my tithe and so why should I want a bishop? Why should I want a prophet? You see, don't, don't don't use that. Don't don't use that as an excuse. Amen. Amen. I said amen. 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 Are you getting blessed? Blessed. Super blessed. Yeah. Very blessed. Honor. Then, the next thing I want to talk about is you. Uh, I, I'm just teaching on how to honor. Okay, how to honor. The next thing, uh, or how to honor with your substance. You honor with your substance. See, you honor with your substance to a person, not because he needs it per se. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Honoring, honoring with your substance is not meant to meet a need. It is just you are honoring somebody. That's all. It's not. It's not meant to meet a need. Let's look at this. This verse, Psalm 50, verse 10 to 12. Psalm number 50, verses 10 to 12. Psalm 50, verse 10 to 12. For every beast, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the, and the fullness thereof. Amen. Yeah. God, is saying that, God is saying that every beast, okay, Every beast, okay. Every beast, uh, every beast on the in the field are mine, okay. And if, uh, uh, is it for, for every beast in the field are mine, and the, and the fowls already are mine. And God is saying that if I'm hungry, you see, if I'm hungry, if I need something, I won't tell you. So don't think that don't, don't think that by bringing me a cattle, a beast, or an offering, okay, you, you, you are solving my hunger problem. They belong to me already. So you honor not because you you honor not because the person is in need in that regard. Because if I were hungry, I will not tell you. That's what he said. If I were hungry, I will not tell you. The world is mine and the fullness thereof. But that does not, you see, that is, but so, so what you're saying is like, the, the honoring is not meant to meet a person's need per se. Because if I was hungry, I would not tell you. 
But just because it's an instruction and it's a key to a blessing. See, I'm taking my time to, it's a key to blessing. That's why we should do it. Amen. Amen. I said, amen. 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 Yeah. You see, because um, when you look at this verse also, Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. Malachi? Malachi. Malachi. Malachi 1, 6 to 8. Malachi chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you. O priest that despise my name, and ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offer polluted bread upon my altar, and ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, The table of the Lord is contemptible. Yeah, God is saying, Look, if I be a father, where is my honor? If I be a master, where is my honor? Because a son honors his father, a master, his servant. And ye say that, and, and he said that, and God was saying that, You offer me, you bring me contemptible, polluted sacrifice. So the, the point here is the, the, the point here is that the point here is that uh, what you bring, what you bring, it's not not only honoring, but how you honor also rep- represents how you how you value the person. Amen. That's all. You say how? You say look, what you are giving to me, go and give it to your governor, and see whether he will like it. Just go and give it. So 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 also even the way we honor, okay, the way we honor or how we honor represents how we appreciate the person or how we esteem the person. So go say, look, this is what you're bringing to me. If you think it's okay for me, you are bringing it to me, it's okay. You go and give it to your governor and see whether your governor will take it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Are you getting blessed? Yes. Blessed. You see? Mm-hmm. So go say, look, I'm, I'm teaching all of us. We have to learn because it's a key to a blessing. It's a key, and, and, and not only a key to a blessing, it's also, also a key actually to reverse a case because when the Bible talks about honor your father and your mother, okay, that, that, that it may be well with you, in, 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 in other words, God is saying that by that action of honoring a father and mother, you are eliminating a case. Mm. So, 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 so sometimes the, the way we strongly teach on honor is sort of, it also a way to, uh, to eliminate a case. Preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So he said, look, you, whatever you are bringing me, okay, you go and give it to your governor. I mean, you go and give, give it to your governor and see whether he will like it. It's very important. You go and give it to your governor and see whether he will like it. So it also reflects how you see the person. Mm-hmm. Because if you, you, if you, I mean, because your, you think your governor is more important, you will not give him that. But because you don't regard him, that's what you are bringing. That's what God was telling the people of Israel. Mm. So it also reflects how you see the person. Then the next thing I want, then it's teaching, teaching all of us how to honor properly. And, uh, the, the, next thing, the next way to honor properly, you see, is I will, I will tell you, I'll give you a test. You see, Honor, the honor in a way that you would like to be honored. Mm. If you were the one being honored, what would you want? Yes. Always think about it that way. Let's look at this scripture. Uh, let's look at this. Very, it's a very interesting scripture. In Esther chapter 6, it's a long story. Esther chapter 6, verses 1 to 10. Esther chapter 6. On that night could not the king sleep, and he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on the king Assurus. And the king said, What honor and dignity hath been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, There is nothing done for him. And the king said, Who is in the court? 
Now Haman was come into the outward court of the king's house to speak unto the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, Haman standeth in the court, and the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said unto him, What shall be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honor? Whom the king delighteth to honor. Go ahead. Now Haman thought in his heart, to whom would the king delight to do honor more than to myself? Whom does the king want to honor more than myself? Haman is thinking that way, you know? Yes. <laughs> and Haman answered the king, for the man whom the king delighted to honor, let the royal apparel be brought which the king uses to wear, mm -hmm. and, and the horse that the king rideth upon, mm -hmm. and the crown royal which is set upon his head. Mm -hmm. And let this apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, mm -hmm. that they may array the man with all whom the king delighteth to honor, mm -hmm. and bring him on horseback through the street of the city, mm -hmm. and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighteth to honor. Wow. Then, the king, then the king said to Haman, Make haste, and take the apparel and the horse, as thou hast said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew. That sitteth at the king's gate. Let nothing fail of all thou hast spoken. Amen. Interesting. This is a very interesting story. Haman went to the king. The king had a dream. Haman went to the king. Or the king was thinking about the king was thinking about honoring. Okay, because Mordecai had done something for him. That was he was thinking of honoring him for it. But at the time that he was deciding, think about how what to how to honor the person. Then comes this guy Haman. Then the, the king asked him a question. What do you think is an appropriate honor for the king to give to somebody who has done something for, for the king? Haman thought that it was for him. Mm. <laughs> Opportunity don't come. Haman said, oh, finally. They have now recognized my value. <laughs> finally. They have seen how important I am in this kingdom. My time has come. Yeah, finally, my time has come. Finally, this is my husband. He has seen my use. <laughs> Finally, this is my wife. You have seen my use. So mm -hmm. Haman began to release the type of honor that should be done. <laughs> he said, number one, royal clothing. <laughs> number two, give him the best horse, like the best car. Number three, proclaim him in the street. Give him recognition. Number four, mm -hmm. give him a crown. It's like, it's like, so th th this, is the, this is the type of honor that should be done. In other words, is it, and, and the king didn't say he was wrong. The king didn't say it was wrong. The king was just, just asking the question, what do you think is appropriate honor? And Haman gave a description of what is an appropriate honor, thinking that it was for him. Hmm. And the king said, fine. I like your prescription. I like what you have recommended. Go and give it to this guy. You see, which, re which, reflects, that, which reflects that the true way to honor is to think that it was for you. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is why, that is why, you know, because you see, <laughs> just by, I'm just closing. See, the, 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 there, are, there, there is a certain type of gift. There's a certain, a, a certain type of gift or honor, which I call a self-serving gift. Mm. I'll explain to you. <laughs> it's like, uh, if you're a husband and, you, uh, and on, your, on your wife's birthday, you buy her a microwave, what do you want? What, what are you trying to say? She should heat up my dinner for me. <laughs> It's your wife's birthday, and your birthday gift to your wife was a microwave. For you. It's for you yourself. <laughs> Basically, a self-serving gift. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? 
On your wife's birthday, the gift you gave her was a new stove. It's a self-serving gift. <laughs> it's a gift you are giving for yourself in another way. A gift meant for your own. It's like a gift meant for your own interest. <laughs> you know? I remember uh, one time in New York, when I was in New York, on my birthday, they said they going to give me a gift. And when they brought a gift, do you know what the gift was? It was yeah. a cordless microphone. I said, hey, this is self If you give a pastor a cordless <laughs> microphone, as a gift. Pastor, preach yeah. longer. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. I, I, I loved it. It was very nice, very nice, very great microphone. But I just said that this is a self serving gift. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or, or, or somebody said, or, or if you're a wife and on your, on your husband's birthday, you give, you, you give a power drill or a tool set. What are you trying to say? <laughs> they can fix themselves and make something. <laughs> <Make> something. <laughs> Yeah, give it a guy. You are telling a person to fix things in the house. <laughs> you know, a self-serving gift. <laughs> but you know, this story represents that look. Truly, 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 you honor the right way. If it was you, what would you want to be done to you? And that is what uh, that is what the king was telling. Listen. So, so, so I'm just teaching us. I mean, because the, I believe there's so much blessing and and and, and sometimes overcoming cases, overcoming cases when you honor right. I'm telling you, sometimes just this one, you, you break a case. And that is why God is teaching us how to do. Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. 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 Are you blessed today? Super blessed. blessed. And I pray that as we end the service, God will touch our heart right. Amen. And that by His word, everything that has been a case shall be reversed in our life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this afternoon's service. We thank you for your presence and for your word. The Bible says that the entrance of your word is filled with light. Father, I pray that the blessing that comes with honor may be found with us. Deliver us from the curse and the difficulties. Because sometimes we dishonor. Sometimes we, sometimes we, we disrespect. Father, may it not be found among us. Jesus, in name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. With every eye closed and every head bowed, I want to give you an altar call. I want to invite you to the Lord. No. Jesus said that anybody who comes to me, no one will I cast him out. And the Bible said that for God so loved the world. In these difficulties, in these hard times, I need Jesus. But with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you a lot to Jesus. Please, I want to just play this simple prayer with me and God will bless you. Close your eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, this afternoon, this afternoon, I come to you as a sinner. I come to you as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Deliver me. Deliver me. I cannot live my life back. I cannot live my life by myself. I need a savior. 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 Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I want to be your child. I want to be your child. Be my savior. Be my savior. Amen. Amen. If you pray this prayer for the first time at the end of the service, there's a, I mean, no, the number has been posted. Please test me. Test me that number. Okay? 
Test me that. Test, test your name to that number. Please test your name to that number. Well, I, I'm interested in your salvation. I am very much interested in your salvation. So please test your number to test your name to that number, and I will speak to you. Look, we need God more than ever. The whole world is confused. The whole world is confused. We don't have answers. We need Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Wonderful. It's time for communion. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.